everybody, and welcome to John Hennigan's Old Time Radio Show. So glad you could join us. It's going to be really terrific. we got some really wacky, zany old records for you tonight. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a swell time. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, August 2nd, 2017. Uh, this is John's Old Time Radio Show. We're in... Uh, France. Yeah, we're in <laughs> France. There's no, no Trump here. We're at Shea Crum. Yeah, Robert Crum's record room. Yes. That's Crum over there. Place where I spend most of my time yeah, in yeah. my room with my stuff. Yeah, you have good stuff. That's I do. Why. I endlessly amuse with my own stuff. Yeah, you should be. You have every right to be amused with your stuff. Indeed. Because you are a cool guy. I mean, the stuff you have is really cool. I am a connoisseur, sir. Yeah. Of many things. Yeah, you have great, great stuff. Right. Records, objects, toys, you right. name it. It's all here. It's all here. It's all happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so what are we going to do today on the show? Well, I thought maybe we'd... Uh, Recently, I've acquired a bunch of interesting Brazilian records, so I thought maybe we could uh, listen to some Brazilian music, yeah, which is great. great. Yeah, and they're very hard to find these Brazilian records; they don't come easy. Yeah, I'm excited about this, and uh, I should mention if you hear some kind of weird low-end noise, buzz. Excuse me. Oh, here's Eden. She's oh, on the show Here's the erstwhile Eden has arrived. Yep. All right, she's going to go pee. I was just going to say we have a fan on, so uh, and we're leaving the fan on, even though it may seem unprofessional because it's a hundred degrees it's here, hot here, and we don't have no air conditioning. It's right. beautiful in here, beautiful. <laughs> Turn the heat up. Eden loves the heat. She loves yeah. I'll be back. Because she's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so we're leaving the fan on because we're, we might die without it. <laughs> okay. All right, so you're going to play a record? Yeah, let's put on a record. All right. Thank you. 
That was great. No idea how that guy's making that sound or why. And who is this? This is oh yeah, who is it? It's uh, Benedicto de Almeida with the Innocence de Pavuna. Yeah. I gotta great, get great string band. Yeah, it's great. With that guy's with that. I don't know what the deal is with that. Really tops. Yeah, and great band behind him. Oh yeah. Those Brazilians are really good with the string instruments. Yeah. And not not a ton of these records were recorded, right? I mean, considering we have to imagine that there was just thousands and thousands of bands like this. Right? I have no idea. Yeah. No idea how extensive it is. I have no idea. Yeah. They just don't turn up that much, so it's really hard to say. I mean, you know, there's a few people that collect them, and they everybody has a hard time getting them. Yeah. I don't have like the the best string band records. Those ones that are all total instrumental. There's a couple on Brunswick that are really great. That, that John Ward has one. Got yeah. a gold label Brunswick. Really hard to find. <coughs> Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna hear a band called the Orchestra Polistana. I think it's called Polistana because they're from San Paulo. Oh, okay.
nice sweet plan. What yeah. was that? Uh, Salon Orchestra. I like that. What is this podcast? What's the theme? Brazilian. Brazilian. That was Brazilian? Yeah. yeah. Hard to tell, right? Yeah. It wasn't Brazilian rhythm. Yeah, it was standard waltz time. You should have heard the singing I just heard out there. Singing you heard out there? At the wine tasting thing. Wow. Someone singing at the wine tasting? The band, you mean the, the woman that was singing? Yeah, wow. We kind of heard it when we were walking out. Whew. Is it supposed to be like jazz or something? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Did you like it? Nope. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> she's like, my favorite podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, the Continental label. Yes. Now we're going to hear uh, two guys singing named Tonico and Tinoco. They're brothers. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Is this, did you get this in Portugal? No, it was sent to me by uh, these two young uh, brothers in Brazil that are young cartoonists. Oh, yeah. You have Camilo Solano and his brother. They're really sweet kids, and they I asked them to look out for you know interesting Brazilian records, and they found this one. Cool. It's from the 40s, I think. Yeah, that's definitely later. Yeah. Por casão, carteira e 
Você sobe lá pra cima e vai cantar pro velho ver. Chora lá! Eu disse pra baianinha Isso foi na mesma hora Eu cantando assim com moda Me despeço e vou-se embora Na hora da despedida É que a baianinha chora Sou caboclo resorvido Digo adeus e vou-se embora That was uh, adequate. A nice, nice band. Beautiful. Great tune, beautiful singing. Nice singing, singing yeah. yeah. Those no, guys I apparently are well remembered. Like it. In it was nice, just sound like a lot of other ones I heard like that. Well, that's the only Brazilian one I found like that, so it sounds a little bit like Mexican singing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, it yeah. sounds a little bit like the Mexican cowboy singing, yeah, I would say. Yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. But uh, a really beautiful tune. The Solano brothers sent me photos of the two of them standing by this monument to Tonico and Tinoco that uh -huh. was built in Brazil <laughs> somewhere. The statues of them, it was some big arch over it. <laughs> That's apparently they're fondly remembered. Oh, That's good. Yeah. Must have been popular. Yeah, they were. I think they, I don't know, they, they survived in the LP era, I think. Well, Eden, I, aren't you going to make some quip about me and John being homosexuals tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> you know, he's doing that, making these, like, wise-ass remarks about me and John being homosexuals. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. When did I, what do I say that's about your Yeah, it's just a, a, you just a shtick you know, of yours. You're putting us down, you know. Yeah, it's kind you of a way. You feel like, uh, you know, nerds. Like a couple of nerds, yeah. Nerds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to hear any of those quips tonight. <laughs> I have to behave. What, what is this one? This is uh, Luis Gonzalez, Gonzaga. He's a popular accordion player with the regional orchestra. Okay, cool. Sounds romantic for you and John to listen to together <laughs> with the lights down Stuff and some like candles. See, <laughs> see what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You're gay brother. for records. We are queer Happy for records. Quando eu voltei lá no sertão, eu quis mangar de januário com meu fole prateado. Só de baixo tem que vir que botão preto bem juntinho com o neg empareado. Mas antes de fazer bonito, de passagem por granito, foram logo me dizendo De taboca, rancharia, de salgueira, bodocó, januário é o maior E foi aí que me falou, meio zangado, veja cor
Quando eu voltei lá no sertão Eu quis mangar de januário Com meu fole prateado Só de baixo, sem que vinte Botão preto, bem juntinho Como negue pareado Mas antes de fazer bonito De passagem pro granito Foram logo me dizendo De taboca, rancharia, de salgueira Bodocó, januário é o maior E foi aí que me falou Meio estrangado, veja cor Great, great band. The music makes me want to drink beer. Does it? That's just such party music, party like you were saying. That's probably from the 40s also. Yeah. Maybe I thought of that. Eden, did you like that? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. I just don't feel uh, moved by it. or No? It just kind hmm. huh. I feel like it sounded modern, like I could hear that. It's kind of modern, yeah. It's sort of modern. But yeah, it was good. Do you like accordion music? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like Cleoma and Joseph Falcon and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the discordant accordion. So I wanted to ask you guys a question here on the show. Uh oh. I think it's time to address some uh, listener mail. (laughs) And uh, this time last year when we were doing these shows, we were talking about how we'd probably be welcoming our first female president to the United States. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you don't live Johnny, in the United Johnny. States, but I you like are an American. <laughs> and you consider yourself still an American, don't you? Hopelessly so, yes. Yeah, okay. Good. Not that so, French. I can barely speak French, I'll, even though I've lived here 25 years, so yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what words, um, I should say, you know, Maybe you can address the, uh, the the Trump supporter, the Trump voter, directly. And, uh, Didn't you get an email saying, I love your podcast, but I don't like your politics? Well, I, I've gotten several of those. But yes, I, when I was talking about doing um, listener mail, I should have said that I was, yeah, I was referring to at least one. Um, hate mail. No, it's not hate mail, but it's people who said just exactly what you just said. There's some tr- there's some Trump supporters who actually like old time music, which a lot for some reason I find a little hard to believe. I, I'm not even sure why, but in any case, uh, sure, I'd like to get your guys' uh, uh, perspective the on the, uh, the Trump voter out there, the state of America, what you guys think. I know you guys, you both voted for Trump, right? You're yes. both big Trump supporters. USA. No, I, I didn't vote. I didn't vote at all. You choose not to choose. Great. But I didn't get my ballot. Aileen got a ballot, but I didn't get one. I don't yeah. know why. You don't know why. Did you do anything? Well, I know why, because they have you written down as commie. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they ripped up your ballot immediately. <laughs> communist. Since yeah. the McCarthy era. Our crumb communist. Yeah. I am a communist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you would like to see America be like socialized, like socialized medicine and like... Uh, no, I want to pay more. I want to get sick, pay, and die. I don't. I don't want to put words into your guys' mouth. So this is your opportunity to speak to my audience. Some of which actually voted for Donald Trump and seem to be very happy with what, what he's doing. Well, just because they voted for Trump doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. You know, they're not bad people necessarily. Some of them are deplorable, as, <laughs> as Hillary said. But you know, crooked. Well, Hillary. if you're not a racist, sexist. <laughs> 
If you're not racist and sexist, sorry, that's a certain percentage that we know just voted for Trump because they hate women and they hate any ethnic you know, many many Trump supporters now. said that they were ready to vote for Bernie Sanders, but since he got booted yeah, out by, that the, was an by the Democrats, booted him out, they wouldn't. They yeah. want him. To they be hate the, the dem. They're the so dis- disgusted with the Democratic yeah, Party. I mean, I, I mean, I want to understand how you could like it's a hodgepodge. support Bernie Sanders and then say, well, since Bernie's out, I'm going to vote for Trump. this fucking idiotic lunatic. Who can't even tie his own shoes, let alone be they want to watch the present. world. I, I, I want to understand that. Can that you say the f word on the air? Yeah. This is yeah. The, they want to watch the world we burn. John. Adhere to no commercial overlord. We can say what we yeah. want. Yeah. Mm. That's why I asked you this question because when people write me mail saying that they hate my politics, it makes me want to talk more about politics. Hmm. Maybe I'll do a political podcast. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because I, like, I can I, say whatever I want. This is my podcast. If you if you if you don't agree with me, you know, I encourage you to do your own podcast. And and if you're gonna tell me how great Trump is, thank you, I won't be listening. They could do a podcast about how much they but hate I understand your that, podcast. You know, that there's this disenfranchised working class person in America who just wants who change thinks- so bad they don't want another corporate, you know, politician who's already bought, you know, doesn't represent the people. So, you know, they want something else. But, you know, it's like Voting for an uh, uh, an idiotic narcissist, I guess you could call him a businessman. Even that's questionable, you know. I mean, all he ever did, as far as I can tell, is run businesses into the ground and steal money and use his ego and his narcissism and yeah. the billions of dollars that he inherited. Well, not billions, but whatever it was that he inherited to, you know, uh, keep making more money at the expense of really ripping people off. But in any case, you know... I mean, do you really think this guy represents you? Do you really think that, you know, that... First of all, do you really think that the the problem with America is that immigrants and minorities are taking your jobs? I mean, that, that that's absolutely ludicrous. Well, the problem with America is that our uh, government is run by billionaires who uh, are stealing all your tax money and putting it in their pocket. All right, I'm not going to say anymore. I'm trying to get you to speak. I know you don't want to speak because you're, you're, you're frightened. You're a scared little man. But what, what's your problem? How come you got nothing to say? He's, pointing at, he's pointing at Eden when he says that. Donald Trump says pointing his next thing is to work on the, the problem of affirmative action. Because, oh, you know, white people don't have enough. You know how I feel. White what people I matter to I went too. to every protest oh against boy. him. <laughs> Affirmative action is a slap in the face of the white working class. <laughs> oh my it God. is. That's how they see it. That's, that's, how how they, I, that's how my relatives in Delaware see it. It's a slap in their face. Cause why should they, I heard them complain. I'm not a racist, but why should they have this advantage that we don't have? Oh, they, God. Get, they get a hand up, yeah, we cause, don't. Because white people... Don't have any advantage in, in well, just from from being white, but they don't kind of don't get that. They don't know what yeah. they don't haven't really studied what the the predicament of most poor black people is. They haven't really studied that, so all they can right. see is that the government is helping them and not helping us. It's all them East Coast intellectual liberal elites that you know bleeding hearts that you know have this, some romantic idea about black people well that is the problem like even the people that like kind of mean well what I, what I say that I'm speaking of the Democrats and what I mean is the Democrats are just totally sold corporate politicians who kind of want to help poor people you know at some point in their life that's what they wanted to do but once they started playing the political game 
they get involved with the people who really run the world, which are probably like, you know, a couple hundred people, the richest people in the world. And then, you know, the, they're not really going to do too much. The average so, person has no idea how much power rests in the hands of those billionaires. They have no idea of the kind of power to move like large, massive social things, you know, phenomena in their favor with their money. They have no idea. They, I mean, you can read about it, but, you know, it's abstract. And then they've got a lot of them, as you said earlier, we were talking about this, it's choice of news. They listen to the these people that are just telling them this, like, think tank arguments that have been figured out by the people that, that are being paid by those rich people to, to make up those arguments. Right, and, other and than like hearing that for years now, there years. really is no news. You have like the best case scenario, which is MSNBC, which is like, you know, think tank entertainment for like open-minded liberals. people listen liberals. to, to right-wing talk radio for hours the every day. talk radio. They is, listen to it on their way to work every it's day. It's billionaire propaganda. I got and what people don't understand is that the, the, that stuff is owned and controlled no, by billionaires. No, they don't understand that. They don't understand that. And that the arguments that the that their paid think tanks come up with are then disseminated to all those hundreds of right wing talk radio shows all over America. Those those radio guys that spout that stuff. Their argument they don't make up their arguments. Some of them do. There's some crazy guys who do make up their arguments. Yeah. And then there's guys like Alex Jones. He's a crazy guy like that. And he, you know, enough of what he says has a certain ring of truth that I would even agree with. But then his his core arguments of what should be done about things are all wrong, but his his complaints went a lot in. I agree with a lot of his complaints, you know. Right. So, and. Well, that's how propaganda gets you. That's and, how and it's That's what these yeah. think tanks do. They. I mean, like yeah, yeah, like working class people are being screwed in America, mm -hmm. but by who and why? Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not. I mean, you know, when they try to separate people into categories, whether it be race. Religion, uh, you know, uh, you know, all that does is create uh, interfighting that distracts people from the person that's really harming them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there still is like deep-seated racism in America. Okay, that's still there. That exists. There's still deep-seated sexism. You know. Oh, the, of course. The whole. I mean, you saw that, that that you saw that in the election. I mean, a lot of the Trump supporters just. Love the fact that he was a racist who degraded women. But it's like with integration. You, the government probably made a mistake in forcing integration. Is that just like, just make create so much antagonism. People just dig their heels into with their racism. And you're trying to f force black people on me. You're trying to force them on me. The government is coercing me into this situation to be squashed up against these people that I don't like, you know? Yeah, but don't you that, think that like just it, That it, just enrages them, sends them into unreasoning areas of paranoia about the government controlling everything, blah, blah, blah. And then, then they hear some asshole say, oh, we're going to cut the government down to nothing. Grover Norquist says, you know, I want to make the government so small that we can drown it in the bathtub. What that really means is I want social policies that would be funded from your tax money to be nothing. And what I want to do is take all of your tax money and share it with my billionaire friends, well, whether yeah, it be sure. buying weapons. Sure, we not gonna, they're not going to uh, stop collecting the taxes. The government, they don't, nobody's no, but what I'm telling saying the is when, when they say that. cut down the government, that's what they mean. The government's not going to get any smaller. What's going to get even smaller is if, is if we really have 
but we barely have in America social welfare yeah, of, of any kind, and they want to take it away completely. Yeah, but they're not going to stop charging you tax. So like that, you know, that's the thing. We're going to lower your taxes. Well, you know, wake up, you fucking dumb fucks. Have your taxes ever been lowered by these people? No, and they're never going to be. <laughs> they're just going to take more of your tax money right. and give you nothing for it. Yeah. Every other industrialized country in the world has some kind of universal health care. Comes out of your tax money. It costs less than the system we have now in America because the system we have now that's run by insurance companies that can charge insane amounts of money for anything that they want and then god forbid really poor people have to go to the hospital and the taxpayers pay for it blah 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 blah. i mean i i can't go through every single point you know to explain it to people just you know people have to wake up you have to stop being so easily manipulated by the media you better watch your back when you leave your house yeah (laughs) oh you think uh jared kushner's coming for me not jared but you know somebody some listener out there i don't know you might <clears throat> be waiting for you when you step out your door, just to give you an argument. Anyway, maybe not to kill you, but oh, you mean like a, a guy with a, tr- a guy with a Trump hat and a, and a machine gun, an automatic gonna, weapon? Well, I, I might have Good a weapon. Good thing we live next to the Ninth Precinct. Follow you down the street and, and harass you. Uh, Look at John. Would you follow him down the street and harass him? <laughs> I live in New York City. You know, it's like someone's always harassing you. Well, Who cares? <laughs> Okay, let's hear another record. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for responding to the listener mail. That was the <laughs> listener mail's part of our program. And uh, for those of you who hate all the talking on this uh, show, well, encourage your friends not to send me mail that's pro-Trump, and you'll probably get more music. <laughs> let's okay. talk more about that demon truck you thought you saw. What do we got here? This is the Conjunto Os Sonadores. Let me get a... Thank you. 
flute. Okay, now we're going to hear Chico Viola, accompanied by the Bambas do Estacio. Okay, cool. Nada de beleza, além disso és dureza, não vivo só de carinho. Fizeste boa promessa, foi assim nessa conversa que me enganei direitinho. Não tens nada de beleza, além disso és dureza, não vivo só de carinho. Fizeste boa promessa, foi assim nesta conversa que me enganei direitinho Contigo eu me enganei Pelo valor que te dei Fui direitinho no teu carinho Na tua conversa eu andei Podes ficar descansada Não vou mais te procurar para andar pronto, nunca ter nada, sozinho eu quero ficar. there in 2011 so for Brazilians all the North American rhythms are much too simple yeah yeah and while you were there you couldn't find any records right? I found I went to a store I didn't know anything you know I just, there was a somebody took me to a place that had a lot of 78s none of them were in sleeves you know big stacks of them in a record store and I pulled out some and I bought about 20 records they were cheap but only two of them turned out to be any good mm. but even that was even lucky I'll play one of them actually that I got. This, this okay. guitar record is really great. Mm -hmm. 
masterpiece. Unbelievable. That was the best, yep. Yeah? Yeah. Because yeah, all the other ones are sounded the same to me. That was different. It's good. Really great guitar playing. I liked it. I give it two thumbs up. Really great guitar playing. Beautiful record. You have good taste, Eden. I do? You've never said that before. You said I had the worst taste in music and that I like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> That's because you have bad taste. No, I see you. You threaten his masculinity when you make fun of his record I'm, I'm already insecure, and then you make these jokes about me and John being homos. <laughs> we had to edit all that out of this podcast. <laughs> all the homo stuff, because it's sounding really gay. <laughs> you might not know the truth. <laughs> I think you guys are cute. I pictured you like in a hot air balloon together, just flying off into space oh. with all your 78s with you. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we get any respect. I respect the amount of records that Robert owns because <laughs> it's bordering on psychotic. It is, yeah. And I admire that. I, I admire that. that, man. Psychosis. Yeah. And you're, is that why you're with me? You're catching up fast, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm giving it the old college try. He's not as rich as me. No. Yeah, see, he's rich. I tried to look up uh, John Hennigan net worth on the internet. and What came up? just came up. My computer kind of died. <laughs> Your computer exploded. <laughs> Here's the other record I found in Brazil when I was there that was good. Oh, cool. This is Luis Americano. Huh. He's a saxophone player.
very plain. They always have pretty melodies with lots of yeah, yeah. chord changes. And like you were saying too, like the fact that it's always going to the minor, something like we're not totally <laughs> used to in American music all the time. There's something really just pretty about the chord changes yeah. and the melody that... That's the Portuguese part of the music. Yeah. And the African rhythms, it's a great combination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you feel bad that, like, you, you make Robert feel so so bad during these podcasts, and you kind of—he doesn't <laughs> feel bad. I think he does. I don't see why he would bring it up otherwise. I'm just wondering if you like are capable of any kind of like uh, empathy for the things you say and do towards other people or whether you're such a narcissist yeah, that Eden's not that bad. She's easy to get along with in fact. Oh, so Now so John's the bad up. guy. Now you made me the bad guy. No, Why are you saying no, mean no, things, no. John? Huh? Why are you saying mean things to me? I'm not saying mean things. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like you don't seem to be like too concerned about Robert's feelings when he's <laughs> like Because I think that he has a healthy enough ego that he can t- withstand no, I'm My deeply insecure. And barbs. <laughs> no, you're not. You're a yeah. genius. Right, but I'm an insecure genius. I agree. I'm a genius, but I'm insecure. <laughs> <laughs> He's an insecure genius over here. Give him a break. Cause you know. I'm spying on Jackie Sazagi. Okay, let's hear uh, Benedicto La Carda. This Grupo Gente do Moro. Okay. Gente. Is that how you say it? Is it G E N T E? See, now you're criticizing my pronouncement. Yeah. <laughs> now you're masculating him even yeah, more. You're <laughs> masculating. You're masticating. You're masculating. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk good. <laughs> Thank you. 
was great. That was a rocking band, dude. Yeah. That's about 1931, I think. Wow, incredible. Yeah. Need a hundred more records like those. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more of them, but it's hard to find. Yeah, jeez Louise. Yeah. I have a, a meager selection of Brazilian records. Gotta go to Brazil. Oh, we got time for a couple more? Okay. How does that make you feel? Let's play the let's play the Grupo Tupi. You okay. know them. That's on a Victor? Licença de eu dizer um piscilone? Oh, crioulo, não força! Esse negro do pé espalhado, esse negro da quente delegado. Esse negro é bom? Não, senhor, não sabe ler, já que é doutor. take this uh, time to uh, <laughs> talk about how much you love Trump yeah, I want to apologize to all the Trump voters out there no come on you're very uh -huh. smart people and you, you made a really wise decision making Trump our uh, current president I think he's he's well, doing it was the rush made everybody kind of wake up a little bit you know because if what imagine if Hillary was president right now everybody'd still be asleep they wouldn't they would say okay the government's under control you know blah 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 they would just 
let the experts handle. But now everybody's got to no, they'd be sit up and mad. take notice and figure out what people the are mad about Bernie. Here, here's the problem that that I'm worried about. Oh, they're going to wreck everything. Sure. No, 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 no. I mean, that goes without saying. I don't think anybody woke up. I think <laughs> the people who are awake are are, awake. are, are wide awake. awake. Right. And the people who are asleep are, are still asleep and loving it. They, they love this. They think it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Because wow. all the people who are smarter than them are angry now. Yeah, but all the, and all when the smart w- women are angry, there's nothing that Trump supporters love more. Right, sure. Right. They love to see them yeah. angry and crying and stuff. But yeah. I mean, all the liberal types I'm talking about, they realize, oh, my God, something got past us there that, what the hell happened? You know, it's like no. Uh, you're, well, you're right about that. And that they realize, wow, we got to take this seriously. And the whole segment of the population that everybody just ignored for decades. Those those white people just hang on to the middle class by their their fingernails, and they're scared and they're paranoid, and they know somebody screwed them, but they don't, but they listen to the wrong people because they they just don't get it. They don't you know they yeah. don't know what the hell happened. Well, we'll see. It's, it's complicated. Sure, it's hard to understand. You got to do a lot of reading. And who has time? They got, they got jobs. They got kids. You know, and this, so they don't. You know, I get it. I, I get it. But you know, sometimes you you, you just have to be like uh, on, just on some kind of basic instinct level. You have to be able to understand who's fighting for you and who's against you. And if, if you can't figure that out at some gut level, then yes. we're all doomed. I don't know if it's a gut level thing. I just don't know. I mean, on a gut level, a lot of people are attracted to Trump on a gut level. I know, but I'm saying the people who are attracted to him on a gut level should not be. They should be in total fear of him. And they should understand that this guy is not their friend. He's not going to help you. All he wants to do is stomp on you and take the little bit that you have left from you. And if you can't, that's what I'm saying, if you can't figure that out just on some gut level, we're doomed. You know, that's all. That's all I have to say. Amen. So do you or do you not like Trump? I love him. He's a great guy. The end. All right, so what's our last record here? You'd think that people would get it just by looking at the hair. I mean, the hair's a dead boy. That <laughs> the guy is like an asshole. Come on. Does <laughs> have a hairdo like that? Oh, no. God. Like orange person that paint on their skin. I could see John wearing a wig like that. Orange paint <laughs> on his skin. <laughs> can't you picture John with that hair? <laughs> no, I can't. Aww. I don't picture John with that hair. Who would have a hairdo like that? Only a total asshole would have hairdo like they've, that. They've changed his look. Yeah. That he's like less orange like now. Hairdos, you know? Mullet hairdo is an instant giveaway for an asshole. Well, I hate to tell you, but a lot of the guys used to have mullets are the ones who voted for Trump. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a mullet kind of deal. <laughs> so maybe it's just like neurological, you know. Maybe it's just the people that have a the mullet actually like mullet hairdos and vote for and like Trump, and then the other people, this other kind of type of nervous system, they just repelled by that completely. So I don't know. I think Europe wised up. I think it was close. All right. So what do we have for our last uh, record here? Yeah, we'll we'll listen, listen to the great Lou Pierce Miranda. Wow, let me get a beautiful photo of this label. Oh, you're such a good boy for having this record. You must be a good, good boy. Now, oh, come on. Like, that wasn't gay. <laughs> what was that? See that? See what you're I'm talking a good about? Boy. See, I, just want, I just want people to know that the host of this show 
supports the homosexual community and their genetic really? choices. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like you guys. I, I, I don't see this as gay. I might see it as. I don't remember uh, seeing you at any you don't see marches. What, you don't see what as gay. You know, like uh, uh, being uh, over enthusiastic about records. I see it as being super nerdy and pathetic. I, but I don't <laughs> think it has anything to do with like where you want to put your wiener. I never said gay. <laughs> <laughs> you just called us gay just <laughs> two minutes ago. Oh, what are yeah. you talking about? Just because I know it I just, just want to point out, I, I think whatever you that segment out. of the homosexual community which is listening there to this is podcast, no homosexual. which is probably zero. So are you a cisgendered male? I think they understand male. that we're joking, but, you, you know, in good good no. faith. No, you got to Because I'm a, a liberal elitist, uh, I have to... Check your privilege, you cisgendered so white my privilege best male. Are homosexuals. Yeah. Put it where it feels good. That's what I always say. <laughs> I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit squeamish about fisting and stuff like that. I don't know. I, don't I, I said put it. I meant like the genitalia, not your fist. That's crazy. No, it's not. But do what you want. Why I mean, is I don't, that Just crazy? don't do that to me. I don't want not, that done to it's me. It's not good for your health. You don't want me to put my fist up your butthole? No, thank you. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Well, you have very yes, little please, no. fists. Why did we get married? Um, see this? I see what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is what I'm talking. Uh, now I agree with you. I see exactly what you're saying. I couldn't see it before because I'm so new to it. It's not you even. Understand? A it's like this all day, every it. day. Yeah. <laughs> Here's more money. I'm sorry, dear. Husband. Yeah, it happens. Don't you want to explore your sexuality it. in full? Not with a fist up my ass, no. <laughs>
And as for the audience, so long for a while. We love That's you. That's all the songs for a while. We love you. We love your audience. Thanks for tuning in to John's Old Time Radio Show. Ooh, that was nice. Please join us next time, where John will chastise you, call you stupid, and say fuck off. Thank you and good night. Well, I'm great. I'm, I'm going to use that in every show. Every show is going to end That's with that from now on. That's a career she could have had.